On episode 364 of Nintendo Switchcraft, the rumors were real. The light switch is here. The switch light, I guess I should have called it. Anyway, let's get started. This is Alex Albisu, and you're listening to Nintendo Switchcraft. Brought to you live every Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and Saturday. Tune in live over at twitch.tv slash runjumpstomp. This episode of Switchcraft is made possible by patrons like Trucker Paul. Get Switchcraft and my other content ad-free for as little as a dollar over at patreon.com slash runjumpstomp. And leave a voicemail for the show by heading on over to runjumpstomp.com slash voicemail from any device, and I may even play it on the show. Joining me today is a good friend of the show, uh, we, I've been on his show, which is, uh, a really great show about video games in general. And we were on, uh, America's next top podcaster together. He, he placed higher than me, so he must be doing something right. Alex, what's going on, man? Oh, you know, just living the dream, man. Got way too many podcasting projects and I wouldn't have it any other way. Uh, yeah. And, and like Bill said, we met on, uh, America's next top podcaster. I only made like, you know, three more places above you you're a you're a quintessential pro uh so why don't you tell everybody before we get into holy cow the huge news today uh why don't you tell everybody where they can find all of your stuff tell us about alex yeah so uh my name is alex albisu and i am uh well i've been podcasting for a few years i am a father um i have a, a podcast about fatherhood called the dad chronicle so if you guys listen to um any of the frog pants stuff that scott johnson and them do we have uh, a bunch of frog panters uh, that have been on there recently so it's been a lot of fun as bill mentioned we have a uh, a joystick and mouse which is a video game re- news and review podcast that i do with a couple of buddies of mine uh named uh don he goes by diddy and uh tim aka j dimes and uh we uh, we come at it from a perspective of, you know, we're just a few guys that love video games, but hardly have any time to play them, but we still love to talk about it. And we're passionate about it. So if you head over to joystickandmouse.com, you can go listen to that. Bill has been on the show and uh, it's been a long time coming. I'm really excited to be here. Yeah, I'm happy to have you. Like we tried to get uh, Alex on right around E3, but he was flying all over the damn world so he God, wasn't able everywhere. to get on he was everywhere but he, he's everything oh settled God. down now just in time for there's only one story to talk about today i you know i had a whole bunch of show notes planned and there was a bunch of stuff that i was going to talk about that stuff is going to get have to get uh, shelved either i'll do a light switch tomorrow or we'll do uh or, or it'll get pushed to friday's episode but there's only one story to talk about today and that is the switch light is uh, it's real it's here and nintendo announced it today uh l- let's go through the the stats of this thing the things that are very very important okay i'm going to just get a, a gloss over and then we'll get into each thing handheld games only no kickstand no hd rumble no tv better battery life 199 uh no adjustable brightness uh, those are the things that we're going to be talking about on this episode. So, uh, Alex, what's your immediate reaction when you saw the Nintendo Switch Lite? You know, I, I feel like this has been a long time coming. Um, we've talked about it a bit on Joystick and Mouse. That So, so there's always been this kind of inkling feeling like, you know, the Switch is kind of starting to get into this handheld market that has really been dominated by the um, by, by the 3DS and just the DS line that that Nintendo has had. I've always been a big believer in simplicity when it comes to, to these sort of platforms. I, I love that they're kind of bringing everything together, uh, r- really leaning heavily on the Switch. I understand that, you know, there, there's really no plan to, to get rid of the, the DS line. I understand a lot of people love it. Um, I love it. I think it's great. But I, I think that what we're starting to see is nintendo's approach to really just a a, um 
a one-stop shop for your gaming experience with Nintendo um, and, and allowing for that versatility. And, and I think they're taking that first step by creating a new version of this Switch that is, uh, that, that's great. And, and I was having a, a conversation with somebody else earlier this morning that if you don't have a Switch and you're really on the go and, and this is a great, uh, this is a great product for you. I think that this is going to really fill that gap that, um, you know, people have been looking kind of on that edge of like, do I want to adopt a switch? Do I, do I really want to take that on? This is a great opportunity to do that. Especially at that price point of one ninety nine ninety nine. What do you think of that as a price point? I think it's fine. Um, it's actually a little bit pricier than I expected it to be. I almost expected, it, like, if they were to come out with something like this, it would be around that, like, 150 to 175 range. But, you know, I, I think that was also assuming that performance, it, it wouldn't be quite as, like, uh, performance heavy. But it sounds like it's really up there with the... Um, it's it, it's up there with the same quality that you would get from the, you know, regular Switch. So... I think I'm okay with it. You know, I've come to terms with the $200 price point. I think it's fair. I think the price point is fair. I would have said $179.99 would have been a better price point, just a yeah. little bit cheaper. Or if you're going to stick with $199.99, then pack in some game. Uh, it doesn't have to be like a $60 game, but pack in something uh, with the Switch Lite that is... You know, to, just to help sell it just a little bit more. So, for example, uh, you can go out and you can buy a 3DS, and we're going to talk about the the fate of the 3DS now that the Switch Lite is here. Um, uh, you can go out and you can buy a 3DS, and for eighty dollars, you get the the 2DS, uh, which is like the wedge thing, the doorstop one, uh, and it's got it comes with Mario Kart Seven, which is a huge, huge, huge game uh so fantastically popular and really really fun and that's for 80 bucks and for 200 dollars, this doesn't come with a game i think that that's a mistake on nintendo's part but it is a hundred dollars cheaper than going out and buying the nintendo switch and there's no downgrade in quality at all this is for all intents and purposes 100 percent a nintendo switch this plays almost all of the games that are on the Nintendo Switch, with the exception of the games that won't work in handheld mode. So, like Mario Party does not work in handheld mode, I believe. So you can't play Mario Party because it requires that you take the Joy-Cons off and do uh, silly things. 1-2 Switch, I believe that you can play this, but you have to buy Joy-Cons separately and it doesn't have a kickstand, so it's not like you can set it up. And that's not the—that's that, not how you want to play that game anyway. I'm not sure that anybody wants to play that game anyway. Yeah. Uh, but <laughs> this is a full-on Nintendo Switch. This is going to play Breath of the Wild. It's going to play Smash. It's going to play Mario Odyssey. It's going to play uh, Mario Kart. And it's going to play Mario Maker. And I think that $199 is a pretty good price point. It's not a, a, a fantastic price point. But it's pretty good. Uh, I was laying in bed this morning. I was looking at my phone and uh, I saw a story from The Verge popped up on my notifications. And I was like, what's this? I clicked on it. And that's when I saw the Nintendo Switch Lite. And I was like, oh, another rumor. Oh, wait a second. This doesn't feel like a rumor. And I read it and then I jumped out of my uh, out of bed and ran into the room and started reading stuff. And I was like, oh, my God, what's this is real. It's It's actually happening. The Switch Lite is here. I think that it's uh I think the price point is good but it's not great. Uh let's talk a little bit about and I closed my show notes. Here we go. Uh let's talk about the fact that it's um handheld games only. Do you think that that's a a big problem? No, you know, I think it's uh, so so if I, I was actually really trying to think of the games that like wouldn't work here and none of them are like showstoppers for me. So if I was to take a step back and and look at, you know what? Uh I let, let's just assume I don't have a a switch. And I've I remember when I didn't have a switch, I was one of those people who was like, "Oh man, I should I take the leap? Should I just do it?" First of all, I'm very glad I did. And and I've told I've told this to a lot of people, it's my favorite console that I have right now. Um but if I was still in that phase, I would probably look at this and look at the games that you could still play with it and 
I'm not looking for a Mario Party experience on a small screen, right? For instance, and I have Mario Party. It's a great party game, uh, but you want to play it with a bunch of people. You're going to play it on a bigger screen, so so it's not really you know applicable here. Um, I, I feel like if and you know for those people who really want truly like a handheld um, experience, the games that it really caters to. I think work great for that. And you're getting the same console quality. Like if I think about um, what's a game like, like even final fantasy 12. So like I've been playing that uh, because as bill mentioned, I've been traveling like crazy. So I bought that. I, you know, I brought along breath of the wild, uh, a bunch of other games. Those games work great on a handheld experience. Um, but I'm not looking to play super Mario party out on the road. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I, I agree. I, I'm, I'm totally fine with it. I'd be curious to see like a full list of games that that don't work with it. That's one thing that I haven't been able to look at yet. Um, but like even if I think about Pokemon, uh, let's go uh, uh, Eevee or Pikachu or whatever, like that works. Um, you know, you, you can take the little Joy-Con out and pretend to throw the Pokeball, which is a pain in the ass anyway. Well, uh, but, but when you play that in hand, you can play that game in handheld mode and then you can exactly. just use the buttons. Yeah, and and that's totally fine too. So even even those games where you would need to disconnect it, and even like Super Mario Odyssey, like it still works fine when you're doing it. You know, when you're playing those games, uh, you know, mobile anyway. So I'm t- I'm totally cool with that. I I don't see that being a big issue. How about you? I really I don't think it's a big deal. Most of these like the the Labo stuff is not going to work. Um, because it's it's a different form factor and it's not going to fit all of the cardboard uh nonsense that people have already built uh and i don't i don't see nintendo bringing out separate labo for this especially because it needs to be able to take the yeah. joy cons out and put them in the different parts of the uh, of the 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 cardboard ridiculousness in order to have those functions of the game work so the idea that it's handheld games only does not bother me and you're right. That's the first thing that I was looking for this morning is I was looking for a list of games that only work in handheld and I couldn't find them anywhere. So if anybody can find that list and uh, send it to me, uh, tweet it at me or email it to me, uh, runjumpstomp at gmail.com or runjumpstomp on Twitter, I would love to see that list. If you can find it, I can't find it anywhere. Uh, and I'm sure that somebody has gone through and figured it out uh, by now. The number of games that are incompatible with this are going to be extremely low, uh, extremely low. So I don't think it's a very big deal. I do think that it will cause some confusion in the marketplace where, you know, mom or or dad or grandpa or grandma are going to go and buy a, uh, a thing for their kid. Uh, maybe they'll buy that Labo and they'll bring bring it home and the kid's like, I can't, it doesn't work. I don't understand, like... I'm not I'm like because not everybody pays attention to yeah, video games yeah. like we do. And so they're going to be confused as to why this doesn't work. So I think Nintendo is going to need some way of differentiating games that are that will not work on this. And I think like right now, if I reach back and grab a Switch game, like here's Breath of the Wild right here and on the back. It shows uh, play mode, TV, check. Uh, Joy-Cons off tabletop mode, check. Handheld mode, check. But this is little, tiny uh, thing, and people are not going to look for that. They need something on the front mm-hmm. so that when, when mom, and, mom and dad go to buy a, something for Junior, or you know maybe if my wife goes to the store and buys me a game for my birthday or for Christmas or something, she knows... Oh, okay, this will work on the Switch. This is Switch Lite only or something like that. I don't know. I think that that they definitely need something to help people in stores figure this stuff out. Uh, Yeah, I would agree. No, no, and um, and I'm trying to remember where your stance is on the cardboard bits. Uh, You're not a big fan, right? I don't. I think it's cool. And we bought the VR kit and I put it together with my son and it was really fun to do. But then it just sits mm-hmm. there taking up space. And that's my problem with it is that it's huge mm-hmm. and takes up space. And once once the building, which is really fun, is done, then you just have a space taker in your house and he yeah. never uses it. 
Yeah, and I'm just I'm just almost imagining when you brought that up, like a whole new line of of new uh, cardboard things that like if you're like a mass consumer of Nintendo and you want like a switch for every occasion and then all of a sudden you got to get like all the it's just way too much cardboard. But um, but one other thing that I actually wanted to bring up in regards to the little joy cons that um, that, uh, you know, just being able to even take out the joy cons. One of the things that that I was reading about uh you know, people had some concern was that I guess their Joy-Cons have been breaking. Have you ever had a Joy-Con break on you? Oh, yeah, I have. I, I ran into the Joy-Con drift, which is where it would start to. And by yeah. the way, this is not exclusive to Nintendo. My son has joystick drift on his PS4 all the time. Yeah, uh, we've bought multiple controllers to replace because they just wear out. I'm not sure why they wear out, but, you know. I've run into it in both Switch and PS4. Uh, in fact, I had a listener fix mine for me because they were super awesome. Uh, but but now, mm. if you have that issue, now you got to get your whole Switch replaced, not well, just the Joy-Con. Bingo. And that's the thing. It's like, what do you do? Do you take uh, do you do you just deal with it? And then all of a sudden, like, I don't know if it's, if it's even possible, but can you like pair up? additional joy cons to it or something to like it's just not that none of that makes any sense like so i you know part of me assumes that nintendo really thinks of these things right like they, they will think about uh addressing that issue with a with a mobile console um especially one that's going to get a lot more wear and tear than i think uh like the regular switch would probably oh, yeah. get and uh and that they have plans to either like they've already kind of proactively addressed it with the with the architecture of the hardware itself or that there's some kind of plan in place when that happens for these uh for, for these switch lights yeah that was a that was a concern i, I read from somebody and i personally haven't had surprisingly enough with how much i traveled with my switch lately like i haven't had any of that drift happening um so so maybe i'm due for it and i hope i hope not um but uh, I'm, I'm keeping my fingers crossed that I don't have to go and uh, replace my Joy-Cons anytime soon. I have uh, an extra pair for whatever it's worth. So Yeah. Uh, Fisto in chat says, I'm not sure if the 3DS has issues with this slider. I have uh, 3DS and I played a ridiculous amount and I have not run into any issues with that. Res TV in chat says, Nintendo has years of portable experience. You don't hear many issues with the DS or 3DS controls. Not having things removable makes a huge difference. Less dropping and more room for support. Uh, I hope the light is the same. And I, I agree. I hope I hope that their support is fantastic with this. And and hopefully they've looked at the, jo- at the Joy-Cons and they've figured out what the hell the problem is. And Sony, you should do the same thing with the PS4. But they maybe they finally figured that stuff out. And when they figure it out... Maybe they, they decided, okay, we're going to fix it for the light, and maybe they'll fix it for newer Joy-Cons going forward. Only time will tell. Speaking of the Joy-Cons, the the, the left side of the uh, Switch Mini, or Switch Lite, it's hard for me not to say Switch Mini because I've been calling it that for a long <laughs> I, I time. I have, too. I know yeah. exactly what you're talking about. Uh, yeah. But the left side has a D-pad, not the 4D button things. And for me, I hope that it's a D-pad that is better than the D-pad that is on the Pro Controller because I think the Pro Controller D-pad is kind of weak. Uh, Although I've been using it Mm. a lot lately to play Mario Maker 2 and I've been okay. But I know a lot of people who have complained about the Pro Controller D-pad. How do you feel about the the separated buttons on the traditional uh, Joy-Cons, Alex? You know, I haven't had too much... Uh, so I, first of all, I get it. Like I get why people like the traditional D pad because there's there's like you know more uh, I, I don't I don't know more flexibility and and uh, forgiveness perhaps in in your movement with your thumbs. So I think that this is certainly addressing that concern if, if people have it. Um, I personally don't have a problem with it. I've I've used the direction pad when I've had to on a variety of games. Um, so this is kind of a non-issue for me personally. I, I think that this is, I think this is fine if people need it. Um, but it's not really a game changer for me personally. I know that there's a lot of people out there who see this and they're going to be like, Nintendo, if you don't give us a joy con with a D pad on it, like right damn now, <laughs> we are going to come at you with pitchforks and torches because clearly Nintendo knows 
that a lot of people prefer the traditional plus shaped D-pad or they yeah. would not have put it on the, the Switch Lite. And so a lot of people are going to say, I want to give you more money, Nintendo. Give me a Joy-Con with a real D-pad. Do you think they're going to do that? You know, they might. I mean, Nintendo has a way of just kind of hearing, seeing the market gaps and filling in um, as kind of like life cycle goes on. So, I mean, you just look at even like the the 3DS, like you have the XL, you know, version, because a lot of us with like, you know, a normal adult size hands that want to play video games wanted something a little bigger to hold. Um, like they, they, they kind of iterate. So I wouldn't be surprised if we saw some of these D-pad uh, I don't even know what they would call it. It's is it like, is it like a like Joy-Con uh, Pro? Uh, Joy-Con Plus because it's got a plus shaped D pad. Hey, look that at one's you. free, Nintendo. That one's free. You're welcome. <laughs> You're welcome. Uh, okay, so uh, here here's the biggest issue for me, and the the number one reason why I will not be getting this uh, for for me. Uh, and that's that it has no HDMI out. You cannot hook this up to a TV. That is yeah. a huge loss for me. Like, there's no way I... Because I stream. I'm a streamer. Do I, do I need a new Switch? Obviously not. I've got one. I play it all the time. Uh, so maybe I wouldn't have bought one anyway. But I really, really like the way that the Switch Mini looks. And with no way to hook it up to a TV, that means I definitely will not be picking it up. However, I know I'm a very... I'm an edge case uh, way out on the edge. Nobody else really worries about that kind of stuff, or at least very few people do. Do you care that you can't hook this up to a TV? Yeah, no, I don't. And, and yeah, I see, um, who is it? IKS81 in, in chat is is saying that the no TV mode is a killer. I, I think that what people need to keep in mind is that this is addressing a really specific part of the market here. Um, you're dealing with a, a, a console that's meant to be taken on the go. Mm -hmm. and, and because of that, you're really uh, you're subscribing to that no TV thing. And, and I think that's OK. You know, you, it's not like the other one's uh, going away, right? So, like, if you need that HDMI out, you've got the, you've got the, you know, for a hundred dollars more, you you have the ability, and it's got the hardware and the means to to publish it to a TV. Um, so, so I know I, I've seen a lot of folks having an issue with it. Um, I, I personally, I, I, you know, I, I see that Nintendo still has that option, so it's not really a a, a deal killer for me. But I mean, that said, I, I'm with you in that regard to where. I probably won't pick one up only because like I already have a switch, right? Like I, I'm more seeing it as a, I, I have what I need. I think that this is great for those people who are looking for that jump to start playing those exclusive games on the switch that they've been eyeing at a price point. That's a little bit friendlier um, than, than shelling out, you know, $300 or whatever it is now. So like, I, I'm good with it personally. Yeah. My son plays his switch almost exclusively in handheld mode. And like even so, so much so that like he's playing a game and I'm like, why don't you just hook it up to the TV? And he's like, well, I don't want to. And I'm like, OK, that's fine if, if you don't want yeah. to. But for me, yeah. if I'm in the house, I hook it up to the TV. I'm me always too. on the TV. Yeah. The thing is, is they could easily just sell a dongle that would have HDMI. And because and this works with other controllers, like you can pair other controllers to it. So I don't understand why they would say this will not work on the TV when they could just say, hey, and here's the cord that we're going to sell you separately for $30 or something like, well, probably 50, but 50 bucks. And you can plug in your, your switch, have it under your TV and still be able to play up on the big screen. Because I think that's one of the reasons the switch is selling so well is because people want to be able to play on the TV uh, and take it with them and this is only one option i and obviously here's mm -hmm. the, the next thing that people are going to start saying now we have a switch that doesn't hook up to the tv are we going to get a switch that only is on the tv where it's a, like a traditional console that you is a box that sits under the tv and never comes off do you think that's well, ever going to happen i i think that that's that's the piece that's now missing right and and i think that we even talked about it when you came on joystick and mouse uh we anticipated that it's almost like there you have like a sandwich and in the middle you've got the uh you've got the switch right like and then now you know as a base layer you've got the switch light which is now just you know super entry level but i think what they're missing now is a potential for you know 
uh, I don't even know if the games are capable, but but like 4K ultra resolution, you know, graphics. Not that it's you know it's Nintendo graphics, so it's all cartoony anyway. So who really cares? But it's uh, you know I think that there's still there's still an opportunity for them to say. Yeah, I got I got this nice 4K TV. I want to play Breath of the Wild in full on 4K or Breath of the Wild 2 whenever that comes out in like super ultra HD graphics. And uh and I and, you know, perhaps there is a limitation there with being able to to take it on the go because of the hardware power or whatever. Um that's where I still think that they they could potentially be missing. But as we've seen with Nintendo over the years, I don't think that graphics aren't necessarily at the top of their list. They have a very specific aesthetic that they like to fill. And I love it. I think it's great. I think that it's, it's a breath of fresh air and a lot of like the serious gaming that you see these days. Um, But you know, if you talk about what is actually missing right now in their arsenal, it is that I think. Yeah. I I agree that that is missing. And of course there, you know, when, um, when the wall street journal originally started the rumors about the switch mini, they were always paired with also the switch pro. Uh, and we don't know what the switch pro is. We don't know if it's coming, but Hey, it turns out that they were right about the switch mini. So maybe we're going to see a switch pro down the road. I do hope so. I don't know if I want it to be something the, the switch pro or whatever it is that they want to call it i don't know if i want it to be something that doesn't have the option to take away and take with you because that feature is what differentiates the 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 switch from the other consoles and we don't need another xbox and we don't need another playstation we need nintendo to be nintendo and do their weird stuff uh because yeah. without them yeah. We're not going to get the weird stuff. And the weird stuff usually leads to some pretty amazing innovations. Uh, let's talk about battery life. The, I got a quote here from IGN. Uh, it says here, the Nintendo Switch Lite also features a battery life of three to seven hours, which is a slight improvement over the original 2.5 to 6.5 hours. So it's a slight increase in battery life. Now, this is for a couple of reasons. Number one, we've got a more efficient power, uh, a, a, a power efficient chip layout, uh, as well as they don't have to charge the Joy-Cons uh, because it has built-in controllers. So, making, uh, giving it, getting a smaller screen, uh, there's there's less to power, and there's the no no extra batteries. All of that adds to a little bit more battery life. Which in a in a system that you can't play docked, I think is I think that's far more important in the Switch Lite than it is the regular Switch. Yeah. Because if I'm playing the regular Switch and it says, "Hey, your your battery's gonna die," I can be like, "Oh, okay." I go over, dock it, pull the Joy Cons off, sit down, and play on the screen. Whereas with the Switch Lite, when your battery dies you're you're gonna have to go sit next to a wall and plug it in or something uh and that's gonna be kind of a hassle or you just plug it in and let it charge although i'll I'll be honest i've never ever run into my switch uh battery dying because i I I, i mostly play docked most of the time uh, but I've never run into that. I, I know that people have written into the show before and told me that they have run into that all the time and a better battery life would be something that they would love as somebody who only plays uh, in handheld mode. So I know that there's people out there. It's just not me. Uh, well, what yeah, about and, you? Uh, yeah. I So like I talked about, and we talked about at the beginning of the show, I, I went on some crazy like international road trip for work and pleasure and some other stuff. So, you know, I went to Budapest, And uh, after Budapest, I went to London. I mean, I I spent a good majority of that trip uh, to Budapest, which was, you know, like a nine hour uh, flight or or whatever to get to Frankfurt or well, actually, the whole thing was about, you know, nine hours anyway. So the whole point is that I finally like towards the last leg of that trip uh, got that low battery (laughs) signal on there. Like the the battery is already insane. well, depending on minutes. what game you're playing. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. And um I'm trying to think of like what I played a bit of Breath of the Wild, Final Fantasy 12, a little bit of uh the the, the Mario um Rabbids game, which I this is one of my favorite things ever. I love that game. But anyway, so like I mean I I ended up 
really maximizing the battery on that thing, an extra 30 minutes, I don't think is a game changer for me. And just, and this is my perspective, right? Because I, I've used the the hell out of my switch and I've, uh, I've really pushed the battery and it's really up to par for me as is. So an extra 30 minutes, great, but it's also just 30 minutes. So uh, that that's okay. I, I'm more excited that what the switch light really, uh, does for me personally is this idea that, that we now have an ability for more people to adopt the, the, the console to play the games that maybe they haven't had a chance to, because they haven't had a switch for the dollar, uh, the dollar be, you know, a hundred dollars less to adopt it. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's, it's important for Nintendo to have something you can buy at every, what's the word I'm looking uh, at every price point. Uh, so they've got the 3ds out there at 80 bucks and then they've got, or the, 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 the wedge 2ds at, at 80 bucks. And then, uh, for, I think 150, you can get the 2ds that, that has the clamshell of design, the 2ds XL. And then, uh, then at 200, they've got now the switch, uh, light. And then at 300, they've got the, uh, full switch. Uh, and my guess is, uh, there's a lot of people out there who are, who, and in fact, I was streaming some Mario maker before we were recording and somebody was like, do you think that we're going to get a price drop on the regular switch? And I don't think we will. This is no. yeah. the price drop for the regular yeah. switch. Yeah. And then the price uh, or the switch pro, if that ever comes out, probably 350, 400, uh, something like that. But, uh, you know, speaking of the 3DS, Doug Bowser was talking to The Verge and he said, uh, we will continue to support the 3DS uh, as long as people are willing to keep buying it. Where's his actual quote? It said, oh, yeah, we'll continue to support the 3DS family of systems as long as there is demand. I don't see Nintendo continuing to make more 3DS games, but there's no way in hell that they are going to shut down production on the 3DS because there are so many games for it. And it is such a, a cheap system that you can get in at a very low low barrier to entry. The people will buy these almost like an impulse buy. They'll be like, "Oh man, there's a there's a 3ds. I'll go ahead and grab one for Jimmy. He's turning six. Where you don't want to hand a, a two hundred dollar item to a six year old. Maybe maybe when that kid turns eight, you get them the the Switch Lite, and then maybe when they turn eleven, you get them." Uh, the other switch and then when they're 16 you get them the switch pro you know so they've got these all over the place and i think that's a really good uh a good position for nintendo to be in do you think that that the that we'll see any i don't think we'll see any more games for the 3ds from nintendo do you you know i i don't know i so part of me is like if they're going to continue to support the 3ds and and here's my view just kind of in general i think that in the next five years the we won't see necessarily a ds system uh, they will they will find a way to really consolidate everything into the switch line or or some kind of consolidated line and and uh that doesn't necessarily mean that they're even you, you know like th- there could be cheaper price points than the switch light that that come out in the next 5 years to to bring it to make it even easier to adopt the switch i, I like i mentioned at the top of the show i'm kind of uh, i think that nintendo has been making this push, especially since the Wii U, where they want people to be able to be mobile with their with their gaming consoles. Consolidation is always a good thing. Simplification is always a good thing for a company and their their valuation. It's always goodness. Um, so I think as of right now, we may start to see like the 3DS market kind of trickling a little bit, maybe some games coming out. But I mean, considering now Pokemon, one of the biggest selling you know ips on the on the 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 ds and the mobile platform is really hitting it hard with you know mobile uh on you know your phones on switch i think that that's kind of indicative and same thing fire emblem a lot of these these ips are starting to make their way to the switch but we're not going to see it turn off right away i think that like i said in the next five years I think it'll be a little bit different. That's my anticipation. I, not that I want the, the DS to go away, but because I, I actually really like the DS, but I, I think that that's going to that's gonna be the shift that we see. 
I, I don't see them making more games. They didn't mention the 3DS once at E3 this year, like not right. even in passing. Yeah. Uh, I But they're going to keep making 3DSs because it has one of the greatest libraries of games ever. I mean, honestly, if you don't already have a 3DS, uh, go buy one now. They're so cheap. Oh, so, and they have so, cheap. so many games that you, you can play for ever it's just because you have the entire ds library and the entire 3ds library yeah and there were a lot of games for both of those systems there's just so many fantastic games on there uh i, I yeah, think like pokemon and and uh i'm sorry to interrupt but, but just thinking about like pokemon and, and fire emblem like were two that i really enjoyed playing but even um and i was gonna say even some of the mario games but i feel like they've actually migrated a lot of those mario games to be available either on wii u or switch now at this point right like mm-hmm. can you think of a mario game or something in that umbrella that exists on ds now at this point that doesn't exist on the switch mario golf but, oh. you know, we're just waiting for it. Uh, I'm sure that yeah. they will make it. There's no reason why they wouldn't. Uh, but Mario Golf is one that, that jumps to mind immediately. Uh, but, you know, that it's not like this. the, the Mario Golf that they have on the, uh, on the 3DS couldn't easily be ported and up to the Switch. I would prefer that they just make something new instead, but, but that's just me. Uh, so mm-hmm. anything else from the, uh, from the announcement that you want to hit on before we go to feedback from other people? Well, let's talk about the colors real quick. Oh, what are God, your thoughts yes. on the colors? Oh, they're so, I, I kind of so dig pretty. I really like the yellow one. I think that's pretty cool. The yellow one is gorgeous. Although here's the thing. So they have a, I mean, obviously it has a bezel and then they have this like recessed yellow bezel around it. Why wouldn't they just have the plastic go right up to where the screen is? Like, what is the reason for having that little yellow bezel? And do you know what I'm talking about? I do. Yeah, I didn't think about that. It's really strange. Yeah, it's Uh, um, kind of distracting. It is. It is. Uh, Oh, by the way, uh, you'll notice that there's not. Let me grab my switch. Uh, My wife and I were playing the uh, uh dr mario on it <laughs> last that. night uh so yeah. i've got the uh the weird nes controllers docked to it because they're yeah. charging uh but if you look on the switch let me switch cameras if you look on the switch right down on the bottom don't look at the greasy fingerprints all over the screen uh if you look down at the bottom there's like a little cutout on uh for a brightness indicator uh right down yeah, there yeah. yep and i don't see that on this render and it said that that doesn't it doesn't adjust brightness and i'm assuming that when they say it doesn't adjust brightness for the switch light that that means that it just auto brightness because they they've gotten rid of that sensor because god if they don't let you adjust the brightness that's just dumb uh, I mean, or or it's like, you know, I don't know if you have an iPhone or whatever, but there's that, you know, you swipe up and there's like a little uh, thing that you can adjust like within the OS itself. Yeah. There's got to be a there. way because because you can you can adjust the brightness manually on the switch uh, or it will auto adjust brightness because it has that sensor. That is one way that they can save money is get rid of that sensor. Uh, mm-hmm. Let's talk about I guess we, we didn't talk about HD rumble. I. Do you do you care that it's gone? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, a, a little bit. I, I that that's one of those where I was actually a little surprised because I feel like the Rumble feature is such an easy thing to. I don't. I don't know. It's like such an easy thing to put in a console these days uh, that it, it or even a even a something like a Switch Lite uh, that was a little surprising to me. Um, you know, I kind of like the little rumble. I kind of like uh, feeling a little more immersed in in the thing. You know, you get hit by a by a guy with a big axe, and then you know, all of a sudden, you know, you feel it. Like that's mm-hmm. kind of cool. So yeah, I think that it, there's certainly that was surprising to me. Um, so, eh, I I'm 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 sad that it's not going to have HD yeah. rumble. I, I'm telling you right now, Alex. I want you to buy a game. It's called Blaster Master Zero. Uh, came out in the first Master month. Zero. Yes, the, in the first month of the launch of the Switch, and that uses the HD Rumble in really, really cool ways. So, like, you, there'll be times where you're like top down, and there's waves coming across the screen, and mm. you will feel the waves yeah. move across the screen from one side to the other, and it's really, really cool. 
Uh, I can understand them getting rid of it because I guess that's expensive. They got two motors, one for each side. Does that mean we won't have any rumble? You know, they said no HD rumble, but does that mean that we won't have any rumble? Oh, and I have no so idea. Actually, that's a good distinction. I, I I was actually, I took that as there would be no rumble, but that's actually a very good distinction. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know either. Uh, all right. Let's, because then that, that takes ahead. care of the thing that I was, that, that I was concerned about. I kind of like that little reactive feel when you're holding the thing and immersed in the game. So. Maybe, maybe we can get a, a, a an old Game Boy cartridge and we can plug it into the bottom of this thing and it can have the the rumble like on old. Uh, I think it was on the first the first uh, DS system. You could uh, for Metroid Pinball. I think it had a built in yep. rumble in the cartridge or something. God, uh, that's pulling an old one there, <laughs> Bill. That's good. That was really a long time ago. All right, let's let's good. listen to our sponsors. They're going to say a thing about things, and then when we come back from hearing about our sponsors. We're going to look at feedback from you guys about what you think of the Switch Lite announcement. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet... You can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It may be the most addictive toy in history, and it's definitely the hottest thing this Christmas. All right, everybody, we are back. I tweeted out this morning, uh, now that the Switch Lite is official, what do you guys think of it? Will you be picking one up? Reply with your reasons, and I may read them on the show today. Uh, So first off, this is actually pretty uh, telling here. Uh, One of the options that I gave was buying it to replace the Switch. Zero percent of people who voted for this. Uh, voted for that they're not going to buy one of these to replace the switch that they already have and i found that to be very interesting uh 24 of people said buying for a second switch uh four percent of people said buying for a first switch so there's the people that alex was talking about earlier where they were like well i don't have a switch yet but now i'm going to jump in on this one because it's only 200 uh and then 72 percent said that they're not buying probably i'm assuming if they follow me, they probably already have a switch and they've decided I already am all set. I don't need to buy one uh, again. Uh, I'm going to leave yeah. this tweet up, this poll up all day. So if you go to the show notes at runjumpstomp.com, this is episode 364. Follow the link to the show notes, vote, leave your reply, and I'll talk about it on other shows in the episode. Uh, real quick, uh, let's go through a couple of, I'm not going to read all of these. Ted Wagner says, not picking one up. As much as I like handheld mode, I'd still pay an extra $100 so my Switch could switch. And that is a very, very good point. Uh, what do you yeah, think? He, do you think it's worth the extra? That, uh, no, you know, I, I saw, um, and, and I think I saw Ted reacting to that in, in the chat here live. Um, mm-hmm. And that's something that I actually wanted to go back to. I think that's a really good point. The, the whole shtick behind the Switch is that you could switch how you're playing it um so you know i think right now it's, it's like a little kind of counterintuitive to to the to the vision of what this console was so it feels i don't know um it feels a little weird to, to think that like i'm kind of coming around on on this whole thing that i said earlier that i don't really care that it can't be hooked up to a tv because then it's not really a switch it's just like a glorified ds like it's a game boy ds yeah yeah that's what my wife said because then i told her about it she goes so it's a game boy i go yeah pretty much yeah basically (laughs) uh nathan nathan elder uh said i have three kids ages seven and under and at this point, they can't play my, in parentheses, our Switch in handheld mode because it's $300 and I can't replace it if it breaks. 
200 is great for a kid system. In short, it's cheaper, less fragile, and plays the same game. I'm assuming that they are buying, uh, buying more of these. Uh, Nakashima... Uh, Nakashima 592 on Twitter said, I'm not buying it. I don't need a second switch. And even if I did, I really like being able to swap from handheld to TV and use that feature more often. I do think there is a demand for this. It's just not in my household. I like the concept for other people. And that's how I feel about it too. Like, yep. I'm not going to buy one. My, I already have a switch. My son has a switch. I don't see the reason to buy another one for my house. But there are so many people out there who do not have a Switch yet. And this is going to be absolutely huge for Nintendo come fall. Uh, This comes out, by the way, I don't think we mentioned it, September 20th. Uh, This is going to be massive. And these things are going to be really hard to get, I'll bet. Uh, Nintendo, I'm glad that that, that they got their soft launch out of the way with the Switch, but... It's really, really important that they have these things in stores so that people can buy them. Uh, if you were going to buy uh, one, how old, how old do you think is the the price uh, the age where two hundred dollars is the price point that you would be willing to get that for your kid? Oh God, I don't know, man. It's like ten. I don't know, like like some some at the age where like your kid kind of has a good idea of how to be responsible. Like I have a two year old daughter and I talk about her a lot on the dad chronicle. She there's no way in hell she's touching the switch like (laughs) she can't like that's a that's an expensive even at two hundred dollars. She can't she can't do that. Um, I, I mean, maybe if she were like seven or eight, maybe at that two hundred dollars, that's probably better um it's still a lot of money to like hand to a young kid you know it is it is well, like, like that's where that's where your whole thing about the 80 dollars 2ds comes in that's a, that's a great solution right yeah i got you uh we'll read one more this is from ace matrix zero on twitter they said i like the ability to dock to the tv so that made me and my six kids have the option to play together if i made any nintendo purchase in the near future it would be for more Joy-Cons so that we could play together on our current Switch, which is still new. And I think that six that's a... Re- yeah, yeah. Uh, you, asking somebody to buy six of these things is is insanity. Asking them to buy six uh, DSs, or I'm sorry, uh, two DSs, like that's a much easier proposition. Uh, but I, I really like the point that he made here. You can't play together unless you have multiples on this. I mean, I guess you could like set it up on a pillow or something and then grab some extra Joy-Cons and play together that way, but that's nobody wants to do that. Uh, so if you want to be able to play with other people, you got to have the regular Switch so that you can dock it to the TV. I think that's uh, really, really important. Yeah, and here's the beautiful thing. Like, and this is kind of what it comes back to that we talked about before. There is now a switch for really any occasion, and you have opportunities to to enter into this little ecosystem and these games that that have been like so awesome. If you don't already have one, there's there's a variety of of choices now. So I think it's super cool. Well, you just said a switch for any occasion, right? Uh, so the, Nintendo does not have the best cloud infrastructure uh i don't think that like there's some people who are like well what if i just want to keep my regular switch hooked up to the tv all the time and then when i want to play on the portable one can i access my same saves and yeah but you'd probably have to upload you like you'd go to your main switch and upload your save and then you'd go to your uh, Mm. light switch or your switch light and download your save and it would be kind of a pain it's not like I'll use an MMO to explain. It's not like if I log in to Final Fantasy XIV on my PS4 and then I log off and I log in on my PC and I'm exactly where I was. It doesn't work that way. So you'd have to upload and download your saves and that turns into kind of a hassle. So I I don't think that's... Go ahead. 
Oh, no, no, I'm sorry. I also don't feel like that is that hard for a company like Nintendo to do. I feel like they just got to do it. It's so commonplace these days with uh, even like, you know, mobile games. Like I can pick up Fallout Shelter on my iPad, I think. I haven't tried. But like, I mean, like j- just for instance, like you can play uh, a game on an iPad and then play it on your phone and you're kind of in the same place. I feel like if Nintendo wanted to, they could probably deploy that rather easily. True. Uh, uh, it's interesting could. that they don't that they haven't done it yet. Well, they they're just so bad at service. Uh like services mm-hmm. is just really not their strong suit. They always fall on their face when it comes to stuff like that. Plus there is the like the 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 devices that you were just talking about are always connected to the internet all day long. Uh the Switch doesn't have a modem built in it's not going to always be connected to the internet you have to be on wi-fi so that means that uh the if if you are out and about and you're playing and then you come home you got to remember to upload because it's not going to happen automatically uh anyway uh, yeah thank you guys for replying to the the thread i'm going to read more of these on uh more episodes later on this week so make sure that you guys keep replying to uh that thread again this is episode 364 and if you go to runjumpstomp.com you can find a link in the show notes or you can just follow me on run or at runjumpstomp on twitter and uh you can uh be part of the conversation uh are you ready to button this up alex I am. Yeah, I'm ready if you are. All right. Uh, l- remind everybody where they can find your stuff. Oh, sure. You can actually really, if you want to listen to any of the podcasts that I do, um, like I mentioned, I have a fatherhood podcast called the Dad Chronicle, a video game podcast, which we've had Bill on. Um, it's called Joystick and Mouse. I'm also uh, helping to do a bunch of uh, interviews post season one of America's Next Top Podcast. Or in fact, Bill, yours is going live this week. Oh, I think. cool. Yeah. Um, so uh, really all that stuff could be found over at incastmedianetwork.com um, or just go to alexalbisu.com. That's another way to do it. A-L-B-I-S-U. And uh, all that stuff's there. So super easy to find it. And if you want to become a part of the community uh, over here, then join us over at runjumpstomp.com slash discord. You can watch the show live over at twitch.tv slash runjumpstomp. You can get a hold of me by emailing me runjumpstomp at gmail.com, or you can reach out to me on Twitter at runjumpstomp. Uh, Alex, you are at Alex Albisu on Twitter as well, right? That's right. All right. And uh, if you're looking for ways to support the show, go to runjumpstomp.com slash thank you for more content like this runjumpstomp.com slash shows and the music that you are hearing right now is Corneria Star Fox Remix by Noteblock it's awesome Alex you're awesome thanks for being on the show we will see you guys next time until then bye bye bye